All right, today is, what's today? August 28th. Jackson's birthday. It is my birthday today. Jackson's not a big birthday guy, but no, recording really. this just me and you makes it a little bit easier for you to talk about all of yeah. everything. Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, so today we want to talk about Jackson. It's your birthday. <laughs> Yep. Um, but we want to talk about goals, which I feel like me and you together we talk about that a lot. I feel like we're time. always talking about just goals. about every day. Um, but these ones are are more short term specific, including long term, but more year goals because today is the first day of being twenty four years old. Yeah, and you ask me the other day at dinner what my goals are for the next year just my year 24 year yeah the year of 24 kind of like the year of the dragon <laughs> but i don't know if it's the year of the dragon or what could not tell you but we're gonna talk about the year of 24 of jackson and so when we were at dinner we wrote a list of goals that he wants to accomplish and it you know if he doesn't accomplish them right away in this year of 24 it's not a big deal but that is something that we like to have a visual to work towards, um, specifically me, because I'm such a visual learner. <laughs> so we made this list, and the first one is his company finally getting to a point where it's profiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, that one's pretty straightforward, but I've been working on it for over a year now. Um, and I'm, I'm actually rapidly approaching a year and a half here soon. Mm -hmm. I pretty much the end of the year marks a year and a half. Um, so that gives me four months to get there. And so <clears throat> within my year 24 year, it would be really nice if now that I'll be a year and a half, two years into it, that it starts to profit. And, and it's looking like it will. Yeah, I have, it definitely is. have well over 100 clients at this point. Um, many who are very far along in the process. And more constantly coming because I've been able to build some good relationships with the company I partner with and uh, build a lot of trust there. So they want to refer people to me. And so with that, we're in a really good spot where after putting two years into it, a lot of money into it we should be able to recuperate everything we put into it and start profiting probably even before we reach the two full years yeah we'll see might but. might take about the two full years to but i i honestly think we'll start breaking even here come year and a half in december ish yeah, which uh, would be, maybe january february that would be so awesome and and that's kind of where I said that it's like it's a short term, long term. Like mm -hmm. obviously we want to have it continuously profit. Mm -hmm. But and, and when I was introduced to the idea of, of doing this, I was told you're not gonna see a cent for a year. And that proved to be true. And I finally collected my first check um last ago? month. Yeah. So thirteen months in. But I was told that that was extremely fast for the line of work I was in, which is a very good sign that hopefully shows I'm doing something right and have created the, the proper relationships to do well within this. Yeah. 
the next goal um, that we have on here is one that we were actually talking about and, and kind of making more goals for this morning. But Jackson wants to get his blue belt in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm well on my way to that. I got my first stripe uh, a week, week ago, a week ago today. Um, and that I I don't worry about getting that taken care of at all. That's one that I just kind of know is going to happen within the next year. And it's always but, good to have it written down. Yeah, but like you said, that that was something that um, we were talking about more of this morning because I've been going early. Mondays and Wednesdays, so twice a week, to get an extra hour of rolling in with some um, much more competitive uh, jujitsu athletes. Yeah, some blue and purple belts, and who who are really working hard at it, are very talented, very strong, big and strong, bigger and stronger than I am. Um, to get that extra work, to get technically better, to get used to that kind of pressure. And and this morning they they just finally said, all right, dude, when are you competing? It's time. Like you you're getting too good to not compete. And clearly, if I went and competed against guys like these in these tournaments, I'd just get smashed. I'd get destroyed. Probably get your arm or leg broken. If I didn't tap, absolutely. They and it'd be no question. It wouldn't be will I lose the match. It'd be how quickly will I lose the match? How will I lose the match? Am I going to get choked? Am I going to get armbarred? Am I going to get whatever? But competing within my belt as a white belt um, and having consistently rolled with guys that are that much bigger, stronger, and better than I am, I think I have a chance to do fairly well if I were to start competing. And so... Okay, wait, I have a question. Mm -hmm. going. When you have like your first stripe, like you said, you've got your first stripe this mm -hmm. week, do you compete against... One stripe white belts, or no, is it all white belts? It's just open to all white belts. Okay. So I could end up going up against a four stripe white belt who's basically a blue belt. Yeah. Who's just about there. But I could also be going against someone fresh who's been doing it for a month or two and and then decide I want to compete, you know. And absolutely destroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we'll we'll see how it goes. Um there, there, so there was a tournament coming up in, on October 7th, and, and they told me I should sign up for that one. And So I was looking at it, and the only question was, because I knew going into jujitsu, I was probably going to want to compete at some point. So as they were saying, okay, you're ready, I got thinking to myself, am I ready? And if so, how will I know I'm ready? And what, what weight class do I compete in as well? And because one of them originally told me I should probably cut down to 185, and I'm 205 this morning. Um, so that gives me about a month and a half to cut 20 pounds, which is, if you think about weight cuts, it's totally doable. But then and it's he, a fast weight. But cut. that's a fast weight cut, um, not not ridiculously fast, but it's fast. And for someone like myself who has never had to cut weight and and work that hard at the end of the weight cut. Um, that was actually the next question he had for me was, have you ever done it before? Have you ever made a weight cut and then had to push yourself to that kind of level at that time? And the answer was no, I hadn't. And he said, okay, well, you should look at what weight classes they offer then because 185 might not be the move. So we looked and there's 185, 200, and 215. 
And so if I were to compete October 7th, we decided 200 is the move because I'd only have to cut a few pounds, which is extremely doable. I wouldn't really feel fatigued or weak. Mm -mm. And I'd be able to be one of the biggest, strongest 200s there was. And especially within white belts. Yeah, the only problem that we found was we don't have any travel plans for October whatsoever, mm -hmm. except for October 7th. Technically, it's not even travel. It's just Jackson's hunt. It's the opening day of my elk hunt. So that just immediately, I was like, okay, I have seven days to hunt, two of which I have to be at school. And then I'm also not going to hunt Sunday. So that's three of seven days that I just can't do anything. So I was like, I can't sacrifice the opening day as well. I can't bring myself to only three days when I bought an elk tag. So we started looking and said, okay, what, what can we do? What's coming up? And, you know, maybe I'll be able to find another one. But from what I'm finding is the next one that would be good for me to do isn't until January. So that brought to mind the question, okay, do I still plan on competing at 200? Or do I cut down to 185? Because that gives me four months to, to make the cut, which really means I can make the cut over two months, maybe three months, and spend a month or two getting used to that weight, getting comfortable there, knowing I'm not fatigued going into it. And both are very good options. I just don't know which one's the best for me. And, and by that time, there's no doubt I'll be ready to compete. I think I am ready to compete come October. It just doesn't work out. So I told Grace that my plans were to take the next couple of days to talk to everyone I, I do jujitsu with and, and say, okay, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Because that's looking like the next best opportunity for me. Do I, do I do the 200 or do I go all the way down to 185? Uh, so we're going to figure it out when we get to that point. Mm -hmm. and, and he's obviously going to talk to his new buds at jujitsu mm -hmm. and see what they think. And... The next one coming up is in January in Utah. So yeah, first week we of January, right anywhere, in Salt Lake. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, and then they do have one in Las Vegas at the end of January that if he feels like he wants to do that one too, we'll probably go down and, mm -hmm. and do that one as well. There might be a lot more competition in Vegas because you could have people traveling from LA and Arizona and stuff. The, the nice thing is, though, it's still just all white belts. So yeah. Even if there's a much bigger bracket, they're all still white belts. They're, they can't possibly know that much more than me. Yeah. They, there still might be some who are more talented, who are more skilled, who are bigger and stronger. But when it comes down to it, there's a reason they're still a white belt. Yeah. That is the jujitsu goal, blue belt goal. Mm -hmm. Get the blue belt and, and start Altogether. competing. Mm -hmm. and, and figure out where it's best for me to compete. Yeah, and... Kind of, we talked about it in the middle. The reason that he can't compete in October is because he has the hunt, and that goes right into your next goal is getting an animal this year. Yeah, the the next goal is is having my first successful big game hunt. I I didn't get to grow up hunting really, even though I always had this desire to. And that's because we lived in Vegas, and it just didn't work out for us to hunt while it's not we many lived there. Elk there. <laughs> well, no, there's not, and drying an elk tag is extremely difficult. Deer hunting there is extremely difficult. We just never, we, we never even put in really. Um, and there was lots of reasons for that. But now that I live in Utah and have the time and the opportunity to. Um, the mountains literally in our backyard, it feels like. Yeah. And so I, I've spent the last couple of years 
unsuccessfully hunting both elk and deer. Um, the first year we got fairly close, we got into some elk um, on an archery tag, but we were in such thick brush that we could smell them, we could hear them. Um, I saw one of them, but it was running past me when I saw it. So, because one of the guys we were hunting with had already flung an arrow at it and, and spooked it and it was running away. So, it's just, it's been an unsuccessful two, three years. And so, this year is going to be tough. I don't have a whole lot of time. Like I said, I, it's a seven-day hunt and three of those I can't even hunt. But, between this year and next year, I really think I have the opportunity to be successful on one of these hunts. And, and for the first time outside of fishing, say, I, I have harvested my own food. I worked my butt off, got out there put in the time and and brought home an animal that's going to feed us for a year yeah which i think is absolutely incredible i always i always looked at hunting like ah they're gonna get the animal they're gonna eat it but the more that jackson has talked about it to me and explained it to me like mm-hmm. we literally would be feeding ourselves we don't have to go to the grocery store for this meat we don't have to go no. and obviously we're paying for the tag and we're going to pay for it butchered it's but, not really any cheaper. No, but to know that you went out, you found that animal mm-hmm. yourself, you hunt and killed the animal so that we can feed ourselves and our family. And, and it's an extremely clean source of meat. Mm-hmm. Free range, 100% free range. Living off of the best food it can. It's just, it's a great opportunity, but it's tough. And so that's why it's, it's a goal to say, finally be successful. Yeah. So that is, I think that was goal number three. I don't have these numbered. Um, The next one, we've talked about it on here, not completely this, or specifically this topic, but graduation. Mm -hmm. Jackson wants to finally get his degree and graduate. Mm -hmm. And I want to do it before I turn 25. So that means I, I have to get it done in the next two semesters. And I worked with an advisor and, and looked at all the requirements after getting into my program this year, and it's very possible to do. It's going to be a very rough two semesters. It's going to be 17 and 16 credits of um, junior core and then electives, but those electives aren't easy electives either. They are um, higher level classes, three, four, and 500 level classes where there's definitely going to be a lot of work. I don't think too many of the classes are actually going to be that difficult. There's definitely a couple that will be, but of all the classes I'm taking, uh, I think the biggest factor is going to be it's so many classes at once, which means there's so much work at once, not necessarily so much hard work. Yeah, one of the biggest hopes that all of us have, especially me, is that they will give him more project hands-on things rather than essays and busy work assignments like your grammar quizzes you had to do last semester yeah that's the biggest thing i i feel school is such a waste of time because 90 percent of what you do is just work to keep you busy and there is a work ethic that's that's built by doing it but you don't really learn a whole lot by doing something like that the hands-on stuff the project-based stuff which will probably take more time than the busy work 
but it won't it, feel like a waste of time. No, it's 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 the beneficial stuff. It's the stuff where I'll actually learn something. And so that's why I'm like, okay, these are going to be a brutal two semesters. But at least for the first time, I feel like in college, other than with the exception of a course here and there, I'll actually be getting something out of my education and not just wasting my time doing something that is serving no purpose. No, and for everyone that's listening, if they don't already know, what are you getting your degree in? I uh, was just accepted into the business management program through the Marriott School of Business. Um, and that's after going to school for three years. Most people get into their program after two, which is the only reason it is doable for me to do it in two more semesters. It's supposed to be a three to four semester program, but before getting accepted, I completed literally every business class available to students who aren't in the Marriott School of Business. So I just got to a point where there was literally nothing else I could take if I didn't get accepted into the program, which is the only reason it's doable in two semesters. Yeah. So graduation really will come a lot sooner than I think we think it will, even though it'll feel long yeah. in the it's, moment. It's eight months away. So yeah. it, it's April. It'll be a three month semester three, three and a half month semester really, um, get two, three weeks off, I think, and then another three and a half month semester. No, we still have quite a few on here, but let's talk about two more and then we can save the other ones for another podcast because I feel like this is good for you to re, not hash them out, but re-contemplate them in your mm-hmm. brain and, and think about them. And, and, think about them. And, and most of this is just expressing to our audience what little audience we have what the goals are but it's definitely good to get me thinking about it yeah um the next one is your gym goals you you have Mm -hmm. bench 315 squat 405 and deadlift 500 Mm -hmm. tell them where you are right now compared to the goal so right now i have squatted 385 um i really think i have it in me to do 400 405 Um, which is why I think that's a very achievable goal over the next year. Um, Bench, I have done 260, although I feel as though I've lost a lot of strength on the bench lately, and 245, 250 is a struggle. So we'll see. It's something I'm going to have to work hard. And then deadlift, I have pulled 465, I think. I know for sure 455. I think I've pulled 465. So they're they're all pretty good jumps. Squat's kind of the the smallest jump at at a twenty pounds. Twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds. No twenty. Yeah. No twenty. Yeah. At twenty pounds, but um, the goals just got harder today because if I do cut down to one eighty five, um, that is some power and strength lost that will have to be regained without regaining the weight. So that that makes those goals a little. How do you not how do you do bit, that? Like quite a bit. You're dropping fat, but how do you not drop fat and muscle? Is that possible? It is possible, but it's it's hard. No, it's it's not that hard. It's 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 fairly easy to maintain the the, the muscle so long as you don't go too deep into a calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. You stay hydrated, and uh, you continue getting the protein requirements you need. Mm. The problem is, it's not necessarily that you're losing muscle. 
it's you're losing the energy storage in your body that allows you to perform at that level. Which is why you see so many powerlifters who do get really, really big and not just in muscle. You are starting to see more and more stay lean and stay fit. But there is something to be said about mass moves mass, weight moves weight. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, just dropping 20 pounds is not going to make it easy. However, what we found is when I did hit all those numbers originally, I'm down 20 pounds from that. And, that is true. You're and, still able to do. And the only one that's really suffered is the bench being struggling to, to maintain where I was. That has come down about 15 pounds. Deadlift has been a little bit of a struggle too. That's also come down about 15 pounds. But when you're working with much bigger numbers, 15 pounds isn't a whole lot. No. And squat hasn't suffered at all. I've actually gotten stronger on the squat after coming down 20 pounds. Which is like crazy. Yeah. So that's where it, I know it's doable, but it's definitely not easy to accomplish. And I'm going to have to really continue to train hard, have really good recovery, which isn't going to be easy going into these last two semesters. Sleep is going to be something that is going to be tough to prioritize, but I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to make sure I'm eating 100% the right kinds of foods, especially since I'll be in a deficit. Yeah. So it's just, they're big goals and they got a whole lot bigger just from when I made them a couple of days ago because I might cut down. Yeah. If I only cut to 200, you'll be fine. I'll be that's fine. Five it's five pounds. I'm not worried about that cut. But if I do decide to cut down to 185, it gets a whole lot harder. Yeah. And especially if, you are doing the January 6th tournament because we will just have come back from a wedding in Hawaii mm -hmm. where I'm sure there's going to be so much tempting food and desserts and stuff. There, there probably will, but I've gotten to the point too where desserts aren't even what's tempting, which is really nice. It's, it's the chips and the salty. It's the chips, the fries, the salty stuff. But even that, since I started drinking electrolytes every day has been so much easier to handle. I think the biggest thing in Hawaii, just because you're on vacation, is making sure I'm still active and moving and just not overeating in general. I'll probably have a dessert here and there. I'll probably have a cheeseburger or some french fries or pizza or something while we're there at some Bite point. Bite a wedding cake. I don't even know. I don't love cake to begin with. You know that. That's true. But... But it will be gluten-free, so... That's true, because the bride and the groom technically has to be gluten-free, too, though he cheats a lot more than she does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the biggest challenge there will be staying active, especially in such a tropical, I don't want to say luxurious place, but... Relaxation place. A, a relaxation destination, you know, where yeah. nobody wants to do anything. They just want to sit on the beach, eat their food, we'll have drink to go their for sugar beach drinks. Runs. Yeah. Actually, I won't go for a beach run. I'll go no, for beach lunges. Well, I probably won't go for a beach run either, but making sure I'm getting, especially if we're out there, 10, 15,000 steps in a day. Yeah, which I don't more. think will be hard because at least my immediate family, the six of us, we like mm -hmm. to go on walks. We like to go on adventures where we are yeah. walking around a ton or like going on bike rides or mm -hmm. stuff. We like to be very active on our vacations, which makes it easy. Yeah. Hard part about that too is 
if I do compete in January, that's coming back from a week in Vegas and a week in Hawaii, where neither one will I get to practice jujitsu yeah. before then competing. So that's two weeks off before competing, which means I definitely have to be in the gym and being active. So it, it's a tough competition. Um, and and it'll be tough to maintain those other goals as well. But I I still think it's very doable so long as I, I stay active, move around, and, and don't overconsume. Yeah. We kind of transitioned away from weights and, and went into jiu-jitsu again. But the the last goal that um I wanted to talk about on here before we end the Wattcast for today is what happens after graduation? What is what is the goal then? We've talked about this before, but mm-hmm. and we've talked about what we would do if if Grace didn't have a say. Yeah. But it seems like the more and more we talk, the more is maybe not the month I graduate, but within a month or two after that, we'll probably end up moving to Vegas and either finding a place to rent, buying a home, or or building a home, which will be fun to kind of be in a in a location that we we both spent a lot of time. Your family is still there. Mm-hmm. You love being there. I absolutely not love it. My favorite, as far as weather goes or environment but (laughs) But, but we do love the lake and there's and the neighborhood we want to be in is going to be very accommodating to our lifestyle i feel like it is more relaxed it is and uh the other nice thing about vegas is there's a lot of high high level gyms and jujitsu academies there yeah which will allow me to continue training at a very high level and reach some of those goals I have, although not a lot of it. Our time in Vegas will contribute to these goals. Um, these I'll almost be 25 by the time we're there. But, but as I set the that'll new be the goals, start of the next goals. It, it will exactly, and and I'll be able to continue on, continue on with progression of the new goals. Well. So just to wrap up this whole podcast, we love goals. We think they're so, so important. You don't have to achieve them all at once. That's not the purpose of a goal. It's it's to have progress, to see progression step by step. Um, but they really are, I think, the foundation for a good life, a good mm-hmm. platform, uh, even um, like a, a pullback so you can go forward, you know? Your slingshot. Yeah, your slingshot. There you go. Yeah. And... Maybe we'll talk about my goals soon in six months on my birthday. Maybe we will. And and that's not even all the goals I put on the list, but it's a very good start to those goals and a hopefully a little bit of a window into my life and, and the types of things I like to put my energy and effort into because I have gotten to the point where sitting behind a desk, whether at school or work, it's just not where I want to be, and hence why we started our walks, which turned into this walkcast anyways, is there are goals I have and goals Grace has that are only going to be achieved if we take the time to put some real effort and energy on in a physical aspect into those goals. I think that's perfect, and... We'll see you guys next, well, we won't see ya. 
but we'll talk to you guys next time on the walkcast